Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Adventures in Novus podcast. That's the number you don't see in elevators. If you've listened this far, you are my favorite person ever. Things are heating up in our adventure, and we are only a day away from the infamous Calamian Patrol. Where are they going? What's going to happen? Even I don't know. That's the beauty of this game. Remember, we have social media. We'll follow you back and stack your numbers, too. Come say hi. It's in the notes if you are interested. Today, we are celebrating a fan who has done such a thing. He has followed us on many of our platforms and commented as well. I have named an NPC after him as a reward, so be prepared for that in this episode. I'm excited. The boys are excited. So let's get this app going with a recap from Crick. Hello, future employees. When last we met, Crick and Travis, after having defeated evil ruffians, went upstairs of Hideout to find dead dogs from Birdman Friend and discover chest with treasure and map. We take Anders to safety while he recovers his strength. Once Crick revive him, we go to Abadar Priests for reward and trade for more map information. This complete, Nix is mare who tell us that mage on patrol has power from mouth. Riddle obtained, we go to friendly witch lady, but she not do so well, since her eyes not in face and blood on cheeks. <laughs> what happened next? We find out soon. Thanks for that excellent recap, Crick. Before we start, I have a quick correction to make that some people may or may not have noticed. I'm kind of dumb. And I've noticed that I say the name of the month we are in wrong. Gazran is the proper way to say the month, not Gazra. Gazray is the god of nature whom the month is named after, and it's spelt like Gazra. Anyways, I'm really happy I got that off my chest. Should I talk about it more, boys, or should we do something else? What should we get up to? We need to find out about this witch. Okay, okay, okay. In the Guarian justice system, Princess Gertrude is being hunted by two separate but equally important groups. Our heroes, who are investigating the disappearance, and enemies who wish her dead, are racing to the finish. These are their stories. It's the 13th of Ran, Sixth day of the journey. And one day until the Calamian Patrol reaches the Adivan Forest area on the east side. Rufio warned Travis they might be coming, and it has since been confirmed by Mayor Quimby. Akimbo is off to see if he can get help from the Guarian compound, and maybe even a scroll of silence. Anders, Travis, and Crick had gone to see the witch on the northern outskirts of Trader's Haven en route to checking out the Calamian hideout areas. It's an overcast day as you approach the witch's cottage with three signs above the door. A snake coiled around a staff, an eye with stars around it, and a potion bottle with a stopper on it. You enter the cottage through the front door and you saw Esmeralia Defronia Kachoo Mandolin sitting at her table in the same brown smock she always wears. She turns to face you guys as you walk in with her long white hair in disarray. And instead of looking at you with her normal light blue eyes, you see empty eye sockets with blood dripping down her wrinkled, dark-skinned face. Oh no, which lady? What's wrong? And I, I race up uh, to go to go check on her. What madness is this? Upon Crick approaching, she shoes him away with one hand. Yes, yes, despite my appearance, I did see it coming. How you see anything? <laughs> There'd be many ways to see. Well, one less way now. Yes, this looks like uh, very difficult. Give me a moment, dears. At the table, she is using a mortar and pestle, squishing various herbs together. Esmeralia Defronia grabs a vial of liquid on the table and pours it gracefully into the pestle. A plume of blue smoke rises up and quickly fades. With both hands, she brings it to her lips and drinks. She gets up from her chair, and when she faces you guys, you see the blood defy gravity and return to her eye sockets. The eye sockets heal and become less red and veiny, but her eyes do not return. Lovely lady, um, are, are you okay? Who did this? Wait, wait, where's Claire? What happened? I'm under the bed. Oh. Ba Baba's here too. Baba squawks. 
This be why you won't get involved in Trader's Haven politics as I have. As to answer your question, Travis, it be a giant of a man. He call himself Thing Two. He came with spells that protected him from my magics to send a message about associating with you after the hideout business. Better me than Claire. Or Baba. Good. Uh, uh, so, others, please, come out. No need to hide. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna just stay here. When was Thing Two here? He left a couple hours ago. Thing Two is one of those brigands that we mean to bring to justice, isn't it? Believe he's friends with the other one that uh, Travis in Roar. the Birdman hurt. Yeah, we were able to, to, to slay Thing One over in his, in his yurt over there. Thing Two is the killer of Alfie. Well, since you're okay, uh, we must be getting going quickly, but you, you need to help. You're not going to be safe here. We be safe here for now. I pay this price happily. I be one of the few the taker will not kill. Without me, there be no taker. There be a time where power in the slums was needed to keep the balance in Trader's Haven. Without balance, one faction takes over and everything changes. Kalam would only need to bribe one faction, take over one faction, and Trader's Haven be theirs. You need not worry about me here. And Claire? Uh, I'm okay. I, can, I always have a bed I can hide under. He not be returning. And for you, I would stay out of the slums. I would stay out of Trader's Haven for a while. You'd be too weak to deal with anything from the Taker now. If you leave, we will be fine. That's good timing. Maybe you know a little bit about what's to come for us then. You, we're, we're about to head out into the Advent. Kalam be coming over and over. You must ask yourself why. It'd be a bigger group each time. Why? Too many, and the forest will reject them. With too few, they'd be picked off. Why would they take the risk? Just know that they cannot travel in large groups. The magic of the Adivan will prevent this. Uh, is, are there things you can help us with for a uh, journey to for journey to Edivan? We're hunting a mage. And many Kalamian soldiers, too. Not just any mage. A mage with mouth powers. <laughs> yes, uh, we must be wary of her mouth. Perhaps things of uh, spells of silence or... I don't know. Something else. I don't know. What do you have for trade for the spell of silence? I will happily trade scroll for scroll. Yes, this this is good idea. I have a few scrolls. A burning hand, charm person. Mm, what else? I'm like digging through my scroll case here. Another one that summons monsters. The summon monster one seems nice. Might even need it these days. Okay, yes, here. I uh, we trade. I put I put the scroll out. Baba flies up to the top shelf and grabs a scroll with his claws, drops it down on the table, and flies back under the bed with Claire. And I go and uh, take a look at it and have a quick, quick little scan of it. The scroll of silence? It's just a bunch of nude photos of Esmeralia <laughs> Tephronia when she was younger. Yes, it's a scroll of silence. <laughs> uh, gross. Can I trade this burning hand once for those pictures, though? You will get burning hands after looking at those, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, many thanks for this trade. Uh, this this should help quite a bit, I think. Is there anything else you can perhaps tell us of, of what we go to see, what we go to face? No, but there be things I do see. I see a time of darkness ahead. A world of black. And no one to stop it. However, when I be with you, there be a small glimmer of light. You must succeed in this and grow in your power. It seems you are tied to the darkness. Is this just a crick or for all of us? Crick starts to think perhaps he's a more powerful person in this large world than ever thought before. <laughs> I did not see it just alone with the lessons, dear. It be you together. You together that has the chance. This company 
finally we'll start to do good for this world. It just be a glimmer of light. You are not strong enough. You're not even strong enough to deal with the taker. You must go out and get more powerful. You must succeed this next mission. This is good plan. Success. You must stay on the right path. There are bigger things than egos and eyes afoot. Does Travis want to say anything about the thing too, being the man that smoked his good buddy, or are you just seething? The way that Travis was before, he's... I don't know if he's gotten over Anders falling yet. Like, he's, I think he's a little traumatized still. And now to see her eyes gouged out because of sort of what they've done, what what they're choosing to do. So it's it continues to be this path of destruction. Shit's getting real for Travis. Yeah. He and wanted to uh, go on an adventure, and is this what Travis would have thought was going to happen? It's been a hard no. 24 hours. This is like where the Tarantino movie just randomly... <laughs> All the different storylines are coming together. <laughs> and then there's lots of violence <laughs> and blood everywhere. Yeah, so he, he's Travis is eager to get out and away from the city, like she was saying. It's it's good advice. He, they, they need to lay low. They need to get out. Um, and he's just, he's ready to focus on the mission. He wants to save the princess, too, to, you know, to, like, hit things and kill people and make Akimbo proud. Uh, and just, he wants the group to succeed because of all the reasons originally why he set out on this adventure. Right. I think we could all use a little camping trip after... Uh... I'll stay here in Trader's Haven. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm eager to get out into the woods there. It's where I, it's kind of where I feel more at home, really. You have made a lot of enemies, but have you made any friends? Of course. Oh, I met Kiku, and I, I'll show the medallion. I cannot see it, dearie. It feels <laughs> nice, though. It feels nice on my skin. I thought you said before that you can see I have ways of perceiving. We make few friends, but uh, all, more help always welcome. You know who's not my friend? The Temple of Abador. Well, they do help us. Yeah, well, they helped us at a cost. Yes, many things have costs. Greedy. Sometimes money, sometimes uh, work, sometimes others. Greedy bastards is what they is. Definitely, yes. Right, isn't it? There's a panicked knock at the door. Everyone, draw weapons. Anders, go see door. Right. Anders approaches the door and opens it cautiously, ready to... Travis has his longbow at the ready. Ready to strike. You peer through the door, and it's akimbo. He is dressed in his grass skirt with his broken flambard on his weapons belt. And he has a small backpack and a sparrow on his shoulder. Oh, right. Akimbo. In here. And then Anders opens the door and lets Akimbo in. Akimbo enters the room. I have bad news. There will be no help from our compound in Trader's Haven. Also, I am now an outcast. What? It, what this mean? I was caught helping you guys after the hideout incident. We're not on the same page here. This all for the princess, no? This is all for the princess, but I was caught getting involved in Traitor's Haven politics, which is a big no. With my past discretions, this is it for me. I am no longer allowed back in Fayhaven once news reaches there. This is terrible news. An injustice. It's not fair. We must right this wrong. I can't stand for that. Let's get the fuck in this forest and find some fucking princess. You can tell Akimbo is even getting emotional, as much as a Guarian shows emotion anyways. But there is a drive in him as well. My only hope of redemption is to find the princess and bring her home safely. This is why I took the risk. I believe in you guys, and I will go with you. And Akimbo draws his broken sword. Let's do this. Yes, we will succeed at this mission. Wait, wait! There'll be enough for one more potion in the mortar. Esmeralia Defronia pours the remaining liquid into a vial, puts a stopper on it, and gives it to you guys. What is this exactly? It is a Cure Light Wounds potion. Ooh, very nice. Thank you very much. Uh, Anders, perhaps, should take this one, I think. Oh, right. I appreciate it. If ever Crick go down, it is your job. You feed Crick. Cram it down your gullet. Exactly. Right. Well, friends, eh... Uh, Kimbo, very sad to hear your story, but glad you come to help. I deserve it. 
First I failed with Dragon Clan. Then I failed in Trader's Haven. You did not fail. You are doing great work. Will be much help for Princess. They will see. The end shall justify the means. Fret not. I, I'm not sure that's the spirit, but... Uh, Why not? Ends justifying means? A slippery, slippery slope. <laughs> But but I do say uh, we we should go. We must hurry tonight. We must go tonight. Get started right now. Uh, it's still um, early afternoon, really. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, voice from heaven. Yeah, you sound like ancestor, but not quite. Yeah, I'm the best one. Mm, you sound a little different. I don't think they would accept you. <laughs> okay. So, you guys want to jump into the forest and start hitting some of these hideouts. I'm going to need to know your travel order. Who is going to be leading with the maps and rolling a survival? And where are you going first? Travis would like to lead up front this time. He's, he's feeling the drive. Yes, you must take this map. And I hand over the, the, the hideout maps. Okay, but I need your brains on this, Crick. Uh, where are we hitting? Where, how are we going to do this? Yes. Uh, I think best probably we go to closest one first tonight or today. Uh, we start with that. We don't go to illusion one just yet. Perhaps that's for tomorrow, but we see. But first we go to closest. If we can, we do another one. But more importantly, we must scout these areas. We need to get some information. We don't know much other than perhaps where these things are. Right, and time is of the essence, so... Uh, actually, maybe Akimbo, you know these areas. Is this something you would like to do, following MIP? I don't know the southern part of the Ativan, like I know the Ativan around Feyhaven. But I can help. Okay, best to live with Travis and you help him out with it, maybe? I will aid him. Excellent. Travis, it's time to shine. Yes, I, th I think best we go to closest first and, and work our way around. Northern one is illusion, yes? Yes. Yeah, the far north one had the illusion. That's about four hours away. There's one in between the middle cabin. That's about two hours away, judging from the map. And the western one is in line with the middle one, about an hour to the left or the west. And the eastern one is really close to the edge of the Ativan, and that would be three hours to the east or right of the middle one, if that made sense. Yes, so I believe west, center, east, north, is if, if all works out. We don't know yet, though. First, first we go to west. Right, sounds like a plan to me. So you want to go to the western one first. And we, we will hurry. Yes. Quickly, we must keep our foot, foots moving. Can we try to move at night? Because uh, who's it? The mayor mentioned that the the Clamian scum are followers of the sun, right? So maybe they maybe they think they get more powerful in the sun. Can we afford to wait until night? I don't think so. We must get going. I agree. You could roll a knowledge religion if you want to learn more about the All Mother and the Clamian religion that they follow. I shall roll a knowledge religion. Skill. I, do I don't know. know much about these these peoples. So with your 20 knowledge religion, you know that the Kalamians worship the All-Mother. The symbol of the All-Mother is a black star inside of a yellow one. The All-Mother's weapon choice are morning stars. You know that those most devout to the All-Mother they'll actually burn themselves with a magnifying glass, magnifying the sunlight on their skin to make small burn marks to show their devotion. What a foolish thing someone would do to burn themselves for devotions. I don't understand this at all. You prefer cutting or what? These are much different things, you see. Right. One is burning for no good reason. Other is showing devotions to ancestors for power. Yes, it's much more civilized, Crick. Yes. See, Anders understand. Perfectly. You don't remember anything about there being a difference between the night and the day. 
but they definitely appreciate it when the sun is out. Well, let's get a move on. Well, what you think, Anders? You're the one who knows more about these peoples, I think. We go in daytime, at nighttime? Right, well, what I know about the old mother, I'd say it won't make that much of a difference if we, uh, if we're out in the day or the night. And, uh, given time is of the essence, I really don't think we can afford to wait. We should just shake a leg. Excellent. This is what I want to do anyways, so I think we should get going. I look at the map, and we start heading towards the first hideout. Yeah, so you said west hideout. The first hideout would be the middle one, but you, Crick said west hideout. So which one are you going to? We're going west. Okay, you guys are going to go to the west one. So Travis, roll your survival to see how well you follow the map and the paths on the way there. Akimbo will try to aid... Kimbo aids, so plus two to Travis's roll. Crick? Natural one. Okay, so no help from Crick, the leader, and Anders. Anders aids. Okay, so you get plus four from the boys, and I'm going to give you another plus three for the map. So that brings our survival to a nice round 20. So a 24 survival. Heading to the West Calamian hideout. So it's going to be Travis and Akimbo at the head. And how is the rest of your group traveling? I believe I will be in middle with Anders behind. Okay. Yeah, Anders shall bring up the rear. You must move your feet, though. We must hurry. Are you guys going to hurry uh, to your first hideout? For first place, yes. Absolutely. All right. So you can hurry for one hour without a penalty. And that's what you will do. You leave the witch's hut and you travel through the Adivan forest. Even on an overcast day, the air is humid and heavy. It carries with it the earthy aroma of moist soil and the faint fragrance of tropical flowers. The forest is a symphony of vibrant greens with an assortment of towering trees forming a natural canopy overhead. As you move forward, your footsteps create a soft crunching sound on the layer of fallen leaves and twigs that carpet the forest floor. The forest is alive with the sound of unseen creatures. The melodic trills of birds echo through the trees. Besides the twigs and fallen leaves, the forest floor is adorned with a carpet of moss, soft and cushiony beneath your feet. As you travel, you notice that Akimbo is kind of He's distracted. Something on your mind, Akimbo. I, I mean, I know you don't like to talk about much, but anything you want to bring up with us? Just the thought of never being able to return to Fayhaven. It's a lot. You know what? I've learned in my short time being an adventurer, never say never, mate. You don't know of my past discretion. They don't know of your future glory either. This I hope. What was it that, you, that happened with you? Akimbo holds back a bush and... <laughs> Hold on, what? <laughs> I wanted to describe, like, I, I wanted to describe still walking through the forest and talking at the same time. Keep him off me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what did the bush do to Akimbo? Yeah. <laughs> Akimbo uses his sword to chop down a bush that would have been in your way. He sighs. I used to be a part of the Dragon Clan. There is a kingdom. It is far to the west across the ocean. It is called Norvenia. Norvenia and Gwer had been close and had traded for years, for centuries. They had a princess. She was an Asimar. Her name was Arkin. She was eight years old. She was the first Asimar born in Norvenia. Her parents were both human. This was a problem. He chops down another bush as you guys continue through the Adivan forest. It was decided it would be better for her to be raised in Fayhaven. It was my honor to sail to Norvenia and bring her back. I failed this duty. Everything was fine. We were almost back to the Adivan and... I don't know. All I remember was her pendant. It started to glow until it was blinding. And then darkness. I woke up on the beach, coughing up seawater. I ran to the dock, and the boat was empty. Arkin and the crew were all gone. I searched for months, 
and found nothing. The crew could have taken her, or worse. No one knows. They only know my failure, to bring a young child home. That is what is known. Norvinia no longer trades with us, or answers our call. I was kicked out of the Dragon Clan, the pride of my life. My tattoos were removed, and my sword was cut in half. A symbol of my failure, I must carry it at all times, so that all may see my shame. I will not fail another princess, not while I breathe. I don't know, but this does not sound like your fault. Whatever happened, I should have been prepared for it. In any case, we will save this princess. Alright, Akimbo. You just gotta try to keep looking forward, mate. And I say this from experience myself. Knowing what it's like to not have your home and to completely fail what you consider most dear. You have my my true sympathies and uh, I consider you uh, a friend and, and part of our crew as, as long as need be. We'll, we'll get this princess together. Akimbo gives you a nod. We will do this together. All right. Just make out already. <laughs> I'm glad this is sorted. Now we will succeed for sure. As you continue on the way to the western hideout, I'll need a perception check. 14 for Travis. 13 for Enders. 12. A Kimball rolls a fatty natty. Ooh. So he gets way above 20. He's he needed He needed inspiration from us. Now he's part of group. Travis hears it, but Akimbo sees it, and he looks up, and he puts his hand on Travis's shoulder, and he points up into the canopy. You look up, and you see a large green dragon soaring over the canopy of the dense forest. The symphony of sound it creates is nothing short of awe-inspiring. The first thing that captures your attention is the powerful beat of its mighty wings. With each stroke, you hear a deep, rhythmic whoosh. Elder Griff is still searching. This was Elder Griff? It's the same green dragon you guys saw him hop onto. I think it was episode five, after the second scrying spell. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Right, the dragon that made me soil my britches. I remember this one, yes. <laughs> was different than other soilings of you doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one kind of stood out. Fear Dookie is different than everything else he'd done. <laughs> you start to approach the area where you believe the Western hideout is. I'm going to need everyone to roll a perception check, but also, how are you approaching these areas? Natural one. These dice are going away. 20 perception for Travis. 16 for Anders. Oof, a Kimball rolled a two. And how do you want to approach the hideout? I believe it best if either Travis or perhaps a Kimball move ahead to take a look and come back to us. Yeah. Akimbo, do you want to scout this place out with me? Let's do it. So a is going to roll a... Stealth. Anders, you, you stay with me. Right. Travis rolled a 25. And Akimbo got a 20. Akimbo kind of points to the west for you, and he points to the east for himself. So with a 20 stealth, Akimbo goes one way, and with 25, Travis goes the other. So you want to roll a survival too to check for traps while you look around? Uh, yeah, I just want to be extra careful to see how well they protected this place. Travis has a 16 survival. Akimbo will roll survival as well. And you don't see any tracks in circling around the area. Eventually, Akimbo, with his perception check, motions to you to come over. Okay, make my way over to Akimbo. Akimbo is outside a hollowed out tree that got his attention. Investigate. Do a perception for the tree. 15. You see that the inside of the hollowed-out tree is covered in pine needles brought in by the wind. In the back corner, there is a skeleton with a decrepit rope circled around it on the ground, 
half buried in pine needles. Akimbo moves in and he goes towards the skeleton. He kneels down and checks it out. This was a dwarf. Its teeth are missing. It looks like it was tied up and appears to be months old. A, a dwarf? In, in the woods? Yes, I've even seen one myself. There are some dwarves that still live, but they are very, very, very few. I've only heard fairy tales, really. This hideout has not been used in a while. Maybe that's why it wasn't on, on, the, on the map over at Knights of Abaddon. Okay, well, let's get back to the, to the boys then. Maybe, maybe head east now. Also with a 15 perception, you notice there's a hump on the floor of needles that seems out of place. Yeah, I'd like to dig around and move around the, the bristles there. With your dick? <laughs> a probe, he well, said no, dick around. It is hanging that low to the ground, really. <laughs> That's why the ladies love Travis. Travis wants to investigate the, the hump with the needles on it. Okay, so you, it's just pine needles. So you go down and you brush away the needles and you see the top of a very worn down medium chest. It's in terrible condition. Okay, I warn Kimbo about touching this right away. I want to bring Crick over. Okay, I will <laughs> wait. In case it's full of poison, uh, blinding gas. <laughs> all chests will have, gas. Well, Yeah, they will all have blinding gas. All right, Crick. <laughs> Let's go, baby. I bought this chest yesterday. It doesn't have any poison gas inside. Yeah, I, hey, guys, we, we found some, some weird stuff up here. The, there's nobody here. There's, there's nothing here at this hideout. Akimbo says it hasn't been used in a while, but we found a chest, and we just want to make sure that it's you know, safe before proceeding. We, wanna, we don't know what's here. You think th- this chest is hideout? Seems like strange hideout, no? Well, I think it, it might have just been grown over because it was used long ago. Maybe misinformation, too. We don't know. Okay, okay. You lead the way. We follow. Let's go. And on the way back, too, I'm going to describe and be like, we found these, these bones of somebody that used to be here long ago. Is a, a king who said it's a dwarf. Dwarf? I, I don't think this is right. There's no dwarf. Akimbo hears you guys saying that he must be wrong. And he goes, I rolled a really good heel check. I have seen them myself. Anyways, it is not important. This place has not been used for a while. You sure it's not a gnome skeleton? Did you check its fingers? Were they wriggly? You must watch for wiggly fingers of gnomes. I keep hearing this from Anders. That's right. Is he starting to convert you to his racism? Sage wisdom. No, no, I just... It seems smart to check fingers just in case. I, I, I have no ill will toward these gnomes, but, you know. It is definitely a dwarf. Look how fat those finger bones are. And plus, <laughs> gnomes are great. We have a great relationship with them in Fayhaven. I would not worry about the gnomes. You have come to like me, you will come to like the gnomes. I already like these gnomes. Says you. You just have to meet a good one. We've met good gnomes. They help. Okay, okay. Let me take a look at this uh, mound of pine needles in chest area. And uh, first I'll cast Detect Magic. You detect no magic. It's good for a sign. There's no magic here. Though perhaps maybe nothing useful either. I let it go for another round. Just in case. Yeah, and you definitely detect nothing magical. Okay. Uh, I take a look at this chest. So you open it? No, I say take a look at <laughs> And no fall for your tricks. Can I look for traps on it? You can aid. I aid. All right. Plus two from Travis. 25. With 25, you look around, you kind of get like your, your, a knife in there and creak it open and take a peek, and you just notice that it is just really an old chest in terrible condition. Okay. Judging by that, probably poison gas come at me now, but I open. You open the chest, and inside you find clothes. Clothes you've seen people wearing in Trader's Haven. They are moth-eaten, though. And quite dusty and mildewy. 
There are also some rotten rations and a jug of stale water inside. At the bottom, you see a little coin purse. Assume you open the coin purse. Yes, I take a look at the coins. Poisonous gas comes out of the bag. <laughs> I was expecting this. Luckily, I install new piece to my mask. <laughs> and you collect 10 gold, 9 silver, and 50 copper. Appears to be a small base of operations for A, torturing dwarves, and B, infiltrating Trader's Haven. Are you sure there isn't any booze in that bottle? Would you like to drink some of the water and test it for booze? <laughs> and as would like to smell it. <laughs> it just smells like stale water that's been there for a really long time. You probably wouldn't want to drink it unless you need to. <laughs> Piss water. I think we keep these coins and might as well leave these garbage here. We don't need these things. But good to know that these are happening. They look familiar, these clothes. I think we've seen ones like these in Trader's Haven. Anyway. Do we know who was wearing them? Like, specifically why we remember them? Or is it just, like, because it's everyday clothes? style. Yeah, it's just of the style. There's some farmer's clothes in there, like some coveralls to appear as a farmer. And then there's some patchwork clothes, which is common to the slums area. Maybe that's how they were infiltrating and getting getting people close. Yes, perhaps. But either way, this looks like one we must live from. There's not much here. Is there anything else here that you guys faint? Nothing we could see. Time is of the essence. I believe we go to next one now, yes? Straight line. Let's head east. So you're going to go to the middle hideout. It took an hour with your hustling pace, even with Akimbo's long story along the way. And so it is still the afternoon as you make your way to the middle hideout. I will need another survival to go from the western hideout to the middle hideout. I will take aids as always, but I got a... I aid. And his aids. Akimbo aids and plus three for the map. So that is plus nine. 26 to start, plus nine. 35. 35. Holy smoke. With a 35, you guys make a good play. You're not going to hustle anymore, right? We can't. Yeah, we don't want to yeah, be fatigued. You get fatigued. 35, right. we open a wormhole and just... <laughs> <laughs> no, you just really... We find the princess. The rainbow bridge or whatever, the, the rainbow door. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You guys aren't like... Um, By Lord Big. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. We, we tumble through a hole and just pop out randomly somewhere. <laughs> With a 35, you're not hindered by any misdirection or you find the right path, rather, and you make good time. You will also need perceptions on the way to the middle hideout. What do my peepers see? 21. 12. 22. And you're going to approach this middle hideout the same kind of way? Yes, I believe so. Oh, I don't... Once we get close, Anders and I, we stay big. Okay, so Kimbo and I will stealth up. Yeah, so you guys have entered the area where you think the middle hideout should be. Akimbo gives Travis a nod, rolls his stealth... And he does not roll that great. What do you roll? 20. 20. So you guys move around the perimeter where you think the middle hideout should be. And it is Travis that sees it's actually a small cabin camouflaged with ferns and moss. It has a single door and the door is barely hanging on with only its bottom hinge left intact. Halfway in and out of the cabin is a medium-sized humanoid, face down, blood staining the normally lush forest floor from his head. I make a a sign over to Akimbo and point out 
what's happening on the at the cabin there. Okay. Akimbo nods. Akimbo is going to do a survival check. Okay, is he moving closer to the cabin? He's, he's yeah, heading up he's there? he's doing a survival on the way to the cabin. Okay, I will survival up with him. Good. Uh, 15. 15 beats his. And Travis, you definitely notice many footprints on the ground. Okay, I'll hold us back there then. Um, do, do we see any movement around the cabin or it's just this lifeless body? You can do a perception on the cabin. 10. A 10. And Akimbo will do a perception. Neither of you hear anything in the cabin. We should get the others. Okay, we'll move back. Oi, boys. This one's a little more suspicious. I found some active footprints. And there's a, there's a body in, hanging half outside a cabin there. Well, it does not sound good. We must check this out. Anders, let's go. Row it, and I draw my blade. Mm-hmm. Start walking up. You just want to add that sound effect, don't you? Yeah. Shwing. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you did, I was like, I know what's going here. Following Anders' lead, Akimbo draws his broken flambard. You all approach the cabin. What do you do? May Anders perceive now at this point? Yeah, you can do a perception on the cabin. Yes, One, once Crick sees this body in the cabin, I, I wish to... I, I hear about footsteps. I want to know if there are more bodies or more people here. Sixteen. Eight. From outside, you don't perceive anything else. You just see the dead body, and you don't hear anything inside the cabin. How big is this cabin? It's a very small cabin. It's kind of tucked in a grove of trees covered in ferns and needles. It's been camouflaged and there are no windows or anything like that. Be like 10 by 10 inside. Okay, I, I think we should go look. Let's go. Right. Anders, I'll go need. in the front. Yes. Can I do a heel check to see how long it's been dead? Yep, absolutely. Good. 10. What are you doing there, in uh, uh, Travis? Well, I want to see how long this, this guy's been dead for. I mean, if it was recent, then we might know that... Ooh, that's a good idea. I, I will take a look as well. Okay. Also, I mean, general perception of what do his clothes look like? Do they look like it's like a Calamian soldier, or is this... What do the clothes like? Have you ever seen a Calamian soldier? Well, okay, is it unfamiliar armor? Is it... What are they wearing? Or is this like Trader's Haven clothes? Yeah. 16. So with a 10, Travis, you know that he is definitely dead and you don't recognize the clothing that he has. With a 16, you see that this man has burns on his skin, circular burns, as well as the circular burn marks from the sun. You see that his face has been caved in by blunt force impact. Quite a battle happened here. And he hasn't been dead quite a week, but he's been dead for multiple days, for sure. I believe this is one of them Calamians with their burning. Their foolish, foolish burning of themselves. Why anyone would do this kind of thing to them, I don't say. I just don't know. Like, Crick's kind of like shaking his head in disgust. I just um, look dumbfounded. As he, as he continues on towards uh, the cabin. So Anders is leading the way, and he moves the door that is barely hanging on out of the way, and it basically just breaks and falls to the floor next to the body. Oh, Anders took out another door. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Anders indoors. My mortal enemy. Oh, yeah. Make a roll a strength check for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the door was that damaged that you won't even need to roll your one. So you enter the cabin, and I need another perception. Anders rolls a 15. 18. Uh, Anders, so I, I, I wish to stop him just before he's going in for one spell. Uh, yes. Put my hand on on, chi- on uh, shoulder. One moment, Anders, before we walk. I want to cast Detect Magic into the cabin. You detect no magic inside the cabin. Okay, Anders, go ahead. And then, uh, yeah, continue on. Anders steps forward. Yeah, and you rolled a 15 for your perception. Indeed. 18 from Crick. 20 for Travis. Well, we'll start with Anders as he's going in first. With a 15, you notice that there was clearly a struggle here. You see a shredded up banner in one corner. 
you see rope that's been torn, shredded, scattered on the floor around a chair that's tipped on its side. You see another dead medium humanoid on the ground in the center of the room. And you see some rubble in the back where it looks like a table was broken and you see the arm of a small humanoid sticking out of it. Are there any additional rooms? It is a one-room cabin, 10 by 10. All right, it's safe to approach. I don't think there's an ambush in here. There's another body. We should take a look at this place. Investigate. And Crick and Travis, with your perceptions, you see the same things. Can we roll those over to inspecting it? Yeah, the the flag, or sorry, the banner and the body and the arm. Definitely the arm. Is it a gnome arm? Anders checks the fingers of the little (laughs) arm. He's got his eyes planted on that little arm under the rubble. Was this small child? It'd be a very sad story if small child die in here too. So we'll start with Anders checking out the arm. And you, do you have heal? Eight. So Anders goes to check out the suspicious gnome-like arm. And on the ground, you see that there are letters written in blood. Well, there's some chicken scratch writing here on the ground next to this uh, gnome arm. You keep looking around. Maybe I see these letters. Anders backs away from the small arm, but he doesn't take his eyes off of it. And, and uh, Crick will go take a look at the letters. Anders, maybe you can check out that tabard. Right, yes. Uh, one of my eyes will look at the, the fingers and the other will look at the the banner. You didn't know it was a gnome arm, but you can just assume. <laughs> he has a natural... Uh... There's a good percentage chance that it's a gnome arm, so... Anyways, Crick checks out the writing on the ground. And in blood, it is written, Don't blame the gnomes. We went with dot, dot, dot. It trails off. He ran out of energy, but did not finish the message. The castle of... Uh... Or she. We don't know. It's under rubble. Why would he put these dots after the words? I don't understand. <laughs> Dramatic effect. <laughs> He knew his time was running out. Not sure what this says, but they don't want to be blamed gnomes. Does this mean? And I'll take a look at the arm. Is this a gnome arm? Do a heel check on the arm. Eleven. Eleven. Twelve. Travis checks as well and gets a twelve. And you can't quite tell if it's a gnome just from the arm, but you do see all of his fingernails are missing. I, I wish to look to dig out this body uh, from rubble and then while they look for banners and I'll check out the other body you remove the rubble that clearly used to be a table and unveil a gnomish body his face had been beaten to a pulp and it, your heel check revealed that he died slowly he is also missing nails on his toes and has bruises throughout his upper torso. This poor creature. Really made a dog's breakfast out of that fella. Yes, these Calamian peoples, they're very evils. Travis checks out the second medium-sized body on the ground and roll a heel check. I will aid. 14. Akimbo aids. 16. With a 16, You see the same kind of burns as the man in the door. Only instead of his head being caved in, you see that his chest has been caved in. Same kind of blunt force impact. Someone big and angry came through here. I got another Calamian soldier. While doing your heel check, you found a note in his pocket. The note says, possible dwarf locations. And there's a map of the Adivan with two points located on it. One way far to the north, way past Fayhaven, and the other one is a couple hours west of the first hideout that you guys searched. 
Hey, hey guys, I found something in this guy's pockets. I'll show him the note. Hmm. Akimbo, perhaps you're correct that these dwarf creatures are somewhere in this edifin. I told you I've seen them. Well, maybe now I believe you a little more. This is good. This is good. Though this scene, not so good. And keep looking around. In Inders, is this thing in many pieces, or what is it? It's in many pieces. It's shredded. I need to uh, try to put it together here one second. Oh, he, maybe I help with this, and you tell me what it is. Yes. And his aids. So you got plus, you got over ten? Yeah. Nice. I did as well. What do you think, Akimbo? Hmm. Akimbo looks at it. And Akimbo also aids. 18. With an 18, you take about 20 minutes and put the pieces together with the help of the group. And you see that it is the banner that has a large hand with a smaller hand inside of it. That's that symbol that Clea saw. Travis, roll a knowledge local. 19. With a 19, you know the symbol to be that of the death caps which is the group that caused Feyhaven and Gwer a lot of trouble in the wars 200 years ago. The same one seen in the scrying that Claire did. Oh yeah, there was a bit of, bit of history I remember about these guys now. They, they were called the Death Caps. I mean, maybe, maybe Akimbo remembers some of that too, but it, they were really involved when the, when, when the, when the Mushroom Kingdom fought with Gwer all those times ago, but th th this hasn't been seen for hundreds of years. Yes, I have not heard of the Death Caps in a long, long time. It is surprising to see that they are still around. Even though we saw the banner before, I did not believe it. I thought it was an illusion. There seems to be more going on than first we thought. Yeah, I still don't know who to believe anymore about who's really behind this. Well, unless there's anything else here that you guys see... I believe we should be moving to the next spot. Time is of the essence. Indeed. What what time is it getting to now? So it is about two-ish o'clock. Good, good. We still have time. We must go to the east. Onward. These uh, uh, spots with dwarf locations, uh, perhaps another time we look for. But right now, I believe time is of the essence. Yeah, I mean... Maybe those dwarf places want to stay hidden too, so. Sure, I suppose, but I mean, if they are even real creatures, who knows? A matter for another time. Okay, friends, I believe we must make haste and keep going to the east to get to the next hideout. All right, on our way. All right, so it's three hours to the eastern hideout. Let's do Travis's survival roll in by Akimbo. Akimbo passes his aid. I aid. And his aids. So six from the aids, three for the map, plus nine to yours, Travis. Travis gets a 25. So with a 25, you make your way to the Eastern Hideout. Everyone roll a perception, please. Well, 18, 19. You guys don't see or hear anything suspicious on the way to the Eastern Hideout. Nothing pops at you, unfortunately. So you are starting to approach the area where you believe the Eastern hideout to be. I'm assuming we're doing the same kind of thing. Anders and Crick hanging back. Yes, we will wait. Right. Akimbo and I are going to make our way up stealthily. Okay. Akimbo will roll stealth and perception. Oof, Akimbo rolls rocks. What do you roll? Travis got a 17. So Akimbo rolls a 29 for stealth, but just an 11 for perception. And I got a 12 perception. So you guys are both sneaky enough. Akimbo a little bit more sneaky than Travis. And you guys circle around the area where you believe it should be. And you guys 
you get you don't see anything. You don't see any cabin or or anything of note. Okay, I'll motion. I'll motion back over towards Akimbo. I'm like, let's go get the others. Uh, maybe they can have a look since we've spent all the time to come out here. Akimbo nods. Hey, we found fuck all. What do you mean? Is this right spot on map? As much as I can believe it to be, of course. Kimbo, I thought you taking us here. Is it not now? Is it not the right spot? I do not see a hideout. <sighs> Anders, I believe this is up to you and I. We must take a look as well. Right, let's have a look. Let's go start tromping through forest. Crick gets nine. Perception. Anders rolls a 25. Okay. So, not worrying about stealth, Anders and Crick start going towards the area where they believe the east hideout should be. Crick goes off path a little bit, but Anders, Anders, you actually notice that there's like a large, impressive rock that seems kind of out of place to the surrounding area. You start to circle this rock, and on the other side, you see a bunch of planks of wood leaning up against the rock, and it seems out of place to you. Hmm, some strange logs. What is it you find there, Anders? There's logs, strange yes, I, logs. I hear lo- oh, strange logs. Yes. Hmm, interesting. We must take a look. Uh, hang on, and then I'll uh, cast Detect Magic on that area. Yeah, so you detect magic. Whoa, 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 whoa. Nothing happens. Okay, Anders, take a close look. Right, so Anders moves the logs aside. Yeah, you can easily do so. You are a strong man. And underneath, you see a small cache of supplies. Right, there's a little bag of goodies, isn't it? Let's take a look. What is? You guys look through the supplies, and you find two days of rations, food. You find another water jug full of water. And the same kind of clothes you found in the Western Calamian hideout, only these are in good condition. You see a money pouch, and underneath it, you see a folded piece of paper. What, what is this paper? I take a look. Anders, you count monies. It's a nice bit of coin here. Anders, you count 10 gold, 15 silver, and 30 copper. And Crick. The note is just a jumble of words, and it seems to be another cipher. Hmm. You can roll an intelligence check to see if you've seen this before. Okay. Uh, 18. With an 18, you recognize the same jumble of words. It's similar to the note that you handed over to Nazim, priest of Abadar, the same note you found underneath Rufio's flooring. Okay, I, I wish to try to decipher this thing. It only takes a few minutes, I think, maybe? No, it takes hours. <laughs> uh, okay. Friends, I don't think I have time for this just yet, unless uh, we should be getting north. But, uh... Hmm. Kirk, very smart man. Perhaps, uh... Anders, your arms, they're very strong, yes? Indeed they are. Okay, this 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 good. Uh, you carry Crick, and uh, Travis, you read maps, and Akimbo, you help with maps, but uh, Crick, Crick figured this out. You want to ride piggyback? Yes, yes, I think this be good. Can I roll a knowledge engineering to rig up some sort of rope contraption to, so to like, take the weight off? And, like, carry him on his back? <laughs> well, you can if you want to take time. Mm, okay. It will take time to find the supplies, tie them together, test them out, see if it works. It'll be fine. I'm a strong man. Get up there. You are a strong man, <laughs> but you will still be encumbered a bit. And it will take you longer to get to the northern one if this is what you want to do. I think this is okay. Anders, please. It seems worthwhile. Yes, and also you guys will not be able to aid on this next survival. So if you guys are done at the eastern hideout, Travis, roll a survival to get to the northern one. Before we go this time, I would like to cast my no direction spell for the day to get, uh, as I think historically we found out, a plus five bonus to to this survival check. Yeah, plus five. Ooh, 
29. Akimbo does not aid. So you got the plus five, the plus three from the map, and nothing from Akimbo or the rest of us. Oh, then the plus three would bring it to 32. Okay. So, Anders with Crick on his back, and Akimbo ever in front, making sure that no poisonous weeds or anything are going to come in contact. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I need to get the picture of this. Is Anders, like, wedding carrying him, like, across the threshold? Or does he have him on his back, like, he's going to Disneyland and he's a kid? He, he wear me like a backpack. <laughs> I, I reach around with legs to, to hold up my body and hold a paper just in front of him, but down below his face so he see. And I read the cipher thing here and uh, quick figure out. <laughs> okay. So we are moving more slowly, and Anders is starting to put up a sweat. Let's all roll a perception check as we travel to the northern hideout. This is going to take four hours this time, which means by the time you get there, it will be nine. Crick does not wish to perceive anything other than Cypher. Oh, smart man. Nine. Thirteen. And a Kimball rolls a 27. And I didn't roll anything to kill you guys on the way. You make it towards the outskirts of where you think the northern hideout is going to be. So for the journey, Crick, give me a linguistics to see how well you try to decipher the note. Ah, yes, yes. Oh, he's very good. Um... 25. <laughs> With a 25, you solve it in the four hours on the way there. Yes, Crick is a very smart man. Figure these things out, no problem. Are you comfortable up there, Crick? Thank you, Anders. You're doing a fine job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can see the, the wheels turning in your head from here. I think these compliments, so thank you. So I can also feel your testicles on the small of me back. Okay. <laughs> ah, the group's getting closer and closer. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the note says, cannot wait. Got into trouble. Meet at northern camp. We will leave soon. No choice. Oh, friends, friends, I, I figured this out. It's a, it's a cannot wait. Got into trouble. Meet at Northern Camp. We'll live soon. No choice. Mm. So sounds like they already go to the north. Uh, it's okay. This is where are we going? This is the one with the illusions and probably the peoples from this camp. We will have things to do here, I believe. Well, now we also know that whoever that note was intended for is not going to get it. Oh, yes, true, yeah. Perhaps the uh, patrol for tomorrow. Yeah. So, are we going to approach this northern camp as we did the others? Yeah, me and Akimbo are going to stealth up there. Same ways, yes. Is Anders still piggybacking Crick, or...? Oh, no, no, Anders, <laughs> I, I figured... This, I I got this cipher done. I, I, I walk for a me now. It's okay. Thank you very much. Oh, my back. <laughs> Take minus 10 to your con. <laughs> Akimbo and Travis will roll the stealth and perception to scope out the area where they think the northern hideout should be. Mm. 14 for Travis. Akimbo's rolling rocks. He's got a 27. He's got a 27 stealth and a 29 perception. My perception. Oh, that's only 14. Another one. So Travis does pretty well staying to the perimeter, looking to where he thinks it should be, but he kind of goes off the path a bit, while Akimbo kind of sees a similar clearing that he saw in the middle one. And he sneaks up to that clearing, not hitting a twig, a dried leaf, or anything. He's sticking right to the moss, tree to tree. He peeks around one last tree, and he sees another cabin, again, similar to the one in the middle. Akimbo sees an imposing figure in the doorway. He knows this man to be Nosemadge. Nosemadge. A famous snake clan warrior, nearly seven feet tall. Akimbo had fought with him before, and he's seen him tear another man's arm right off. 
Nosematch wears no armor. He has no weapons. Just a grass skirt and a snake tattoo that starts at his feet and wraps around his body until it opens up over his head. The snake's fangs going down his face. If you want to know what's going to happen, you're going to have to keep listening next time. Oh my goodness, this is a very scary man. I want to know what's going to happen. You didn't see him. <laughs>